And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the motel. We're delighted to have you here. We've been airing out rooms. We've been making beds. Uh, we've been tidying. We've been dusting. Well, I say I. I'm, I've been doing it because I am not going to put my co-host through that sort of disgusting labor. Because you know what? They're better than that. They're better than that. I will do the grunt work. Uh, I'm going to introduce right away because I always, I always get sidetracked, start chatting about things. It is myself and my wonderful co-host welcoming you to the hotel, uh, Bunny Galore. Hello, Bunny. Uh, hello, my darling. How are you? I'm doing well, actually, my dear. <laughs> I'm getting ready because I am flying to Canada very soon as well, too. So I think some of our episodes I will be in Canada. Oh, yes. record. So I really am. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun little trip. Yeah. Nay. Yeah. Love it. But not as fun. As the TV show that we are about to talk about today. Yes. Uh, look, it was a last minute plan, everyone. And I am, again, so delighted to have Bunny as my co host because you're so smart and you thought these things through. We were talking some scary TV shows, some horror TV shows. And so you thought, well, let's carry on with that. And I thought, that's a great idea. So that is what we have done. We have continued on with our horror TV show special season. I guess yeah, summer it's season. It's like, yeah, like a mini season. Yeah, summer season. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I like it. I like it. We're getting through the heat by scaring ourselves silly. So uh, the TV show in which I am bringing to the show today, it was hard to choose the season because there are multiple seasons of this now uh, because it is fantastic. So I thought let's go back to the very beginning because also I hadn't seen the season for a long time. And I thought, let's begin from the very beginning. Uh, so, today, thank you. Did you do you know that one? Do you know where that's from? Yes, uh, the music. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Anyway, please don't sue us. Uh, the TV show that I'm bringing to the Horror Motel today is American Horror Story Season 1, known now as Murder House. <laughs> now... How long has it been since you got into this one, that, that you saw season one? So, season, yeah, it's funny you say um, Murder House, because I wasn't convinced it was called a bit like the, in Star Wars A New Hope. I wasn't really sure it was called Murder House until after season two came out. But uh, I yeah. don't think I've actually watched season one since it came out originally. I, I just, I don't think I have. But because it's the house itself pops up quite a few times, it, you know, it comes mm -hmm. back to the season five hotel with Gaga. It comes back in the horror stories, uh, the um, the little mini spin-off uh, series that they did two years ago. Um, yeah, it's based in the house, so it's kind of and I've and I, it comes back again. I think in um, Apocalypse, I think uh, I'm sure. Yeah. It, so it's come. It, they've come full circle quite a few times to back to this house. But who would have thought watching episode one, what would happen to this entire run of shows? It would become part of a law, as it were, uh, you know, because yeah. rewatching it now. I, by the way, obviously, I love American horror stories so much. Uh, it, it, you know, we all have our favorite seasons, but I do love the first season. But it is quite yeah. domestic compared to what comes next. Oh, <laughs> because the seasons get right words. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is almost like tame. This is PG thirteen yeah. compared to some of them. You know, when yes. we get into the season of like freak show, and you know, there was there was you know, but yeah, yeah. it's more like it actually. When you said um, 
it's like Scream. It's like Buffy's house in uh, Buffy uh, Summers's house and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, as in it's domestic in that respect. It's almost. But I think some, it's that old Doctor Who adage that John Pertwee used to say when he took over as the Doctor and they sit it all on Earth for a while. It's far scarier to find a Yeti on your loo in Tooting Beck than go to an alien planet. You know, that's, it's scarier to have. Um, uh, monsters of horror in a domestic setting and it's true it really yeah. is true um, by the way I, we, when I heard that back in the 70s or 80s I, I didn't know what Tutin Beck was now of course <laughs> I spent years driving through Tutin to uh, to get home from uh, from where I used to live in London so it was so every time I think oh I think of John Perman that yeti on the loo but he's fantastic it's interesting that you brought up Buffy because, uh, okay, so the, the murder house, the, the house mm. that this season is all about, uh, it is the Rosenheim Mansion located at 1112 West Chester Place in Los Angeles. And it was also one of the scenes where the settings of Buffy was filmed. Oh. This house has been in several. Yeah, this, this house has been in several movies. So, yeah, this was, at one point they filmed... I can't remember which episode it was. I, you were the Buffy. Yeah, I think... It, no, now you've said it, I've just gone clang. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one where... I, I want to say season four. I think it's a male fraternity house. Because uh, it looks yeah. like a fraternity, doesn't it? I think it's a male... Oh, my gosh. You're right. I just looked it up yeah. here in my notes. You're right. Season four. Uh, you may recognize the murder house as the Alpha Delta Frat yeah. in yes. Fear Itself. Yes. Uh, an episode of season four from Buffy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's the uh, fear itself is that's the Halloween episode. It's the one with the um, uh, it's the one where they're all trapped and they kind of become the not 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 the one where they become the characters, but they kind of be infected by the house. They basically they, they yeah. kind of, the, the frat boys have drawn some patterns on the floor from a bo old book, and you know, someone cuts himself and therefore invokes the the, the demon. And it's a, it's one where Anya, uh, the sort of the snarky ex demon, turns up in uh, her what she thinks is the most terrifying outfit, which of course is a bunny costume, because she scares of rabbits. She scares of bunnies. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that is yes, of course it is that house. Yes, it's been a while yeah. since I've watched that episode. Yes, of course. Um, I just thought was so funny. See, yes. you just talked about Buffy, and I was like, okay. oh my god, as if this house has just been a small horror world, everyone. Small creepy horror world. So, American Horror Story season one, if it has been a while, because like we said, there's been so many seasons and it's gone. I mean, Horror Story is the macabre. But okay, so it's set in 2011. Uh, the season follows the Harmons, consisting of wife and mother Vivian, her psychiatrist husband Ben, uh, and their teenage daughter Violet, as they move from Boston to Los Angeles to make a fresh start after Vivian has had a miscarriage. This is where it begins. Um, it is from Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk, uh, with both Murphy and Falchuk writing and Murphy directing, uh, Dante De Laurento, De Loretto, I always say it wrong, I apologize, was announced as an executive producer, uh, and production on the series began in April 2011. I never really read out those details, so I thought from now on I'm going to try yeah. and get those details out yes. so everyone knows where it came from, who wrote it, who directed it, Perfect. yada yada. Perfect. Um, but I, I just, so I got into this and actually I started watching the wrong episode. I started watching the episode where we have the gentleman come in with their daughter and they start to turn over the house. 
Now, in the description, they just put the gay couple, which I can't stand. But, yes, remember later on they come and the daughter finds the plastic suit and Mm -hmm. she, you know, gets Tate's ghost in her. But I thought this was an interesting fact. That couple was originally supposed to be Neil Patrick Harris and David Berta. But they turned down the part. Yeah. But we do see Neil Patrick Harris later on. Yes. Freak show that he comes back in. I think it's a... He does come into Yeah, this, yeah. Um, so at first they turned yeah. it down, but then he couldn't resist it. I mm. bet you he was like, oh, I should have done American Horror Story. Mm. So when they were like, we've got another part, they brought him in. But I just thought that was that was an interesting little fact. I was like, oh, isn't that cute? Because um, yeah, I, rem- I remember the yeah. gay couple. Um, it's weird just trying to watch for this purpose, for, this, for, the, for Horror Motel. I've just watched episode one to try and get a fresh take on it. Yeah. Because, but yeah. it's I'm gonna be watching the rest. <laughs> and I think I'm sorry. I think Honestly, actually, I'm back in again. I got twenty minutes into episode two, you know, with the which is the nurses being attacked in the seventies that um also yeah, uh, late seventies, uh, early eighties. And I was like, Oh no, must stop because otherwise I'll get confused what happens in episode one. Because a lot more happens in episode yeah. one than I remember. Um Oh ton. That's the thing. Episode one, it's like we got flooded. Yes. It amazes me how much really comes in in yes. episode one. Even though we think back and we're like, oh, this one is a bit tamer compared to the other se- mm. series. But that, when you think about it's how many aspects, that first episode was mind-blowing. Yeah. As far as a start for a, for an epic series yeah. of TV shows. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I kind of expected uh, it's the uh, torturing the bully with the monster in the cellar. I thought that happens later on. Surely that doesn't happen in episode one, um, but it, but that was there. And unless I yeah. confused at the start of episode two, no, I'm sure I didn't because um, I, I stopped. No, you myself. didn't. That's in episode I one. I stopped myself quite quickly into episode two. Go, oh no, I'll just get really confused. That um, and the the maid character being um, presenting as. Uh, an older lady, uh, not that old. She's so fabulous. I love that actress so much. Uh, but she's to, wonderful. To the husband, she appears to be a young girl. Well, not not, not that young, yes. but, you know, a twenty-year-old girl. Um, yeah. And, uh, so the supernatural elements are there a lot earlier than I thought. It's the I love the uh, beginning with the flashback of the two ginger-haired twins, so seventies-looking, so like yes. look like they've just walked off the set of like you know Happy Days. But Happy Days is set in the fifties, but it was filmed in the seventies, and it always looked very seventies. Um, yeah. Uh, so like looks like they just walked off the set of a sitcom. Uh, so so creepily done. You just know something's really off. It, there's something really off with the house to start with before you even get. I'd completely forgotten the um, estate agent is from uh, the oh the actress that gets killed off in the first season of Desperate Housewives, uh, and she's just always delicious in what she does. It's that oh. kind of faux, um, you know, sweetness and light, but actually quite dark underneath kind of character. And she's just the estate agent. Um, oh. <laughs> that's before you. Such a good. Such a good character. And the character that you're thinking of, the maid, is uh, Frances Conroy. So it's split. So Frances Conroy is the, again, I don't want to say older, but the the more mature. She presents herself to the wife as like, you know, a non-threatening, but then to the husband, because there's also been a little bit of, you know, adultery within the, the family and the husband has cheated on the wife. She presents herself as uh, as a hottie, and I'm trying to. I think Taddy is that the other actress in the name? I'll find that in a minute. Yes. Who does a fantastic job of being the sexy seductress actress? Because she is 
Yes. So flipping hot. Um, so num- obviously a number of the actors go on to be, it becomes a rep, doesn't it? So from it, when it came back for season two, it's not a continuation of uh, nope. the, the, the house. It's uh, the same actors come back, they play different roles, and that happens every season. She was one of those actresses, along with Dennis O'Hare, yeah. which, so fun fact, I obviously do horror conventions and various things. I got to interview Dennis uh, at HorrorCon in 2000, just before the pandemic. And so he plays a lot of roles. I think he came out of it for a while and he's just gone back in for the last couple of seasons. And he certainly did the NYC one. And I think the previous season before that, what was the one before that? Was that? Um, Oh, that's uh, the split one, isn't it? It's the Provincetown one and the Alien one. Yeah. Oh, I love Francis. Yeah. Francis' role in, I've uh, just rewatched, in fact, weirdly, because it's a half season, six episodes, six episodes. Uh, I've just rewatched the Provincetown vampire one because I was, I absolutely love that bit of the styling and everything. It's just so, it's very, it's very 70s Euro horror, quite bleak seaside town type of vibe. I love it so much. But Dennis, I was, it was so lovely to meet Dennis and if you've seen it. And I always think of him as being a very, very proper actor. It does me just funny, yes. like, a, like a Muppet. I'd be interviewed by like a, a kind of like fuzzy bear. Um, uh, but he was so lovely. And I asked him a few questions about the production because he's probably the most well-known for Elizabeth Taylor in the hotel season with Lady Gaga. Yeah. Because I, I was always a bit fascinated by... I was like, do you get a script? Do you get the scripts for the entire season? And do you, you know, do you film it out of sequence? And he said, no, actually, it's kind of, it's a, not weekly episodes, but you get the episodes uh, and you shoot it, uh, uh, an episode every couple of weeks, I think it was. So that makes sense because I do feel sometimes with, with Horror Story that it, um, you get towards the end of the season and you feel like, it gets it kind of gets a bit so boppery, but it also feels like it's slightly improvised, like the plot's really wiggled away from where it was originally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you get that with season one, but you, you later seasons she's kind of go. Oh, you get past, but you get past like what I presume is probably the Christmas period because I think it starts in September and it goes through and it kind of finishes in January, February time. Um, and I always feel like there's this area where they just go. What's happened? It's almost like they've added episodes into the run of the show. They've had to sort of quick fill it out. Uh, uh, but it gives it that kind of dark shadows, so proper vibe going on. Uh, and he says, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> it's exactly what happens. It's kind of, you just kind of, you don't know where the character's going to go. So you're kind of playing it in the moment. Um, and then yep. you kind of just have to, you know, if people get killed off or they do they, do, they, they come back and stuff like that. Uh, so which, which explains a lot. You know, I think Joan Collins in a, a Apocalypse of Pe- Many seasons later, she's in the first few. Um, she gets killed off, and then she comes back as a different character later on, and it's with a white wig on, and it's like obviously because they're just enjoying her having around. It's like well, this is so crazy, uh, but yeah. I love that. I love that about the show. I think it kind of makes it sort of a um, bit more immediate, I guess. Um, but or yep. not live, but it's almost it gives a kind of a weird live feeling because you're not sure who's going to survive the next episode. <laughs> Well, that's exactly it. I think American Horror Story broke a lot of the rules for us, mm. right? Because it was so... Yeah, no one's safe. People die, Nobody things happen. Has. No one's no safe. One's safe. Nobody no saves, safe. Yeah. you know. And also, <clears throat> let's talk about this. American Horror Story was... I mean, let's talk about the opening credits. Let's talk <gasps> about... Okay, so... Yes. I'd have the um, like opening credits... Yeah, season. for every oh season... 
it basically gives you hints and indication. And it's like you watch every episode and then I always thought this. You watch every episode and then you watch the intro again when you watch the next episode. Yes. And you're like, that's uh, what that is now. That's yes. what that. Because there's so many little, so little this is part of this and this yeah. is part of this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like in this one, you know, we've got like jars of, you know, human parts yes. down below because they, you know, we find out later there was an abortionist that was mm -hmm. downstairs, to, you know, trying to. But you don't know any of this. So when you watch the opening credits, you're like, what the hell is this? Um, so, uh, they're, they're a big part and I think it's, they're so skin crawling and unsettling. Yeah. Um, they contain clues and riddles about what's going to happen. Uh, and it was Kyle Ho Cooper that, uh, did the, the openings for it. Oh, right. Uh, he was the same genius in charge of the credits, uh, and the opening for The Walking Dead. Ah, oh, God, I love The Walking Dead title sequence. Yes, so, me too, me yeah. too. Yes. And it, this was the first time I think that like the opening credits were almost as engaging as the episodes themselves, if I may be honest. Like, yes. Well, for a very long time, opening credits had suddenly just become a title card and like a sting of music. It, it can become non-existent, yeah. you know, that, as opposed to like the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, where the title sequences are these huge. It's still a problem. It's a very good example is watching Dynasty, the original series, and Dynasty, the revival. And actually, yeah. I quite enjoy the revival in a kind of a Desperate Housewives kind of way. But um, uh, actually, it's not even as classy as Desperate Housewives, probably. <laughs> but it's, you know, when that came back, it literally was just the title card. I was like, the whole point of Dynasty is the music and the title sequence. And it's like, ah, yeah. and, all, and, and celebrating older women. And you're not doing any of that. You're, you know, all the, the main characters are young and you've got this like, you know, goofy. Just, you ruined it. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, you kind of do nothing to it. It actually kind of has is kind of segued and up out to being about the more featuring the older lady characters, older lady characters. That's wrong. Slightly older. The ladies in the fifties, and yeah. the, title, the title sequence is a million times better now. So, um, so it's funny, isn't it? Eventually, it's, and I, but the fashion came with True Blood, uh, Walking Dead, and American Horror Story. They have these incredible mm -hmm. title sequences. Now, whether you want yeah. to watch those every single time it, you watch the episode, in the days of streaming, you kind of, you can, you know. You can skip it. Skip them. But, but like, what I liked about it is, is these were like, if you watched it again every episode, mm. again, you saw in the so, open, you're so like, much. ah, that was from the last episode. Yeah. Now I know why yeah. there's that jar there. No, I know why that. So that's yeah. why I kind of liked it, because I was like, ooh, every single time. And I don't know about you, but when there's a TV show that I love, I almost don't want to skip the the opening credits no, because I would never do it with Buffy the Bumper Slayer. Never do it with Doctor Who. You know, there's not in all the yeah. Avengers, the TV show. I would, yeah, there's some things I, I would just. It. I want to get ready. Yeah. It's like the foreplay for the team, yes. right? Like yes. you're like, ooh, let's, and let's they get are, in the mood, play the music. Yeah, they're terrifying as well, aren't they? They really are scary. Uh, I don't yeah. want to flip too. I keep on wanting to talk about other seasons, but um, I think my favorite is still Asylum, which is season two, because that is so yeah. unnerving. Uh, and so horrific. Um, and the title sequence, particularly for that one, is absolutely terrifying. But then I say oh. that I think every every season title sequence is utterly terrifying. Um, See, I thought Freak Show was really Freak Show. Hard. That, that Freak season, yes. I was I'm like, scared. oh my God, beautiful. that was yeah. wild. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, beautiful and terrifying. <laughs> They're like works of art, the opening yes. series. So well done, Kyle Cooper. We're a yes. big fan of your work. Thank you for doing what you have done. Uh, Ryan Murphy's concept for the American Horror Story came from wanting to write darker, more horrifying content 
after working on Glee. That's right. He was the <laughs> main like writer and everything for yeah. Glee. And he said, I was like, I can't write any more nice speeches for these Glee kids. <laughs> and that is what sent him in the way of American Horror Story, which yeah. I love. I love that he was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. These, you know, so then he went right into that, which I love. Unlike most TV shows, American Horror Stories, I believe it's now called American Horror Stories, not story anymore. Did you know that as well? Oh, no. I believe it's called Stories. I know. Weird. I didn't I know that. I, I didn't know that. Was, I thought that was the name of the little spin-off show. I thought American Horror Stories. Yeah, I, th- I think. You might be right. I think. You might be right. The little, yeah. they're not half hours, but they're like, they're like a little mini spin-off little teeny show. tiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, you are absolutely maybe, right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think no, no, I think you're right. Because I was reading about that and I was like, I find this confusing stories, but no. So the American Horror Story is still shot on film. It oh, is, is it? shot on yeah, film. Yeah, tell. one of the few yeah. left. A tradition that was started by Chris Buff- Baffa during Murder House, the first season, and they just kept going with it. So they still they still film on film, which I thought was was absolutely mm-hmm. lovely. Um, I thought this is an interesting thing. The people, people have now bought that house, that, that the murder house mansion, like just random oh, people, yes. like humans. And they did not know that it was murder house. So they have to put signs up all over the place saying, please be respectful. We own this property. Like, we understand you want to take pit. Please don't break into the, you know, it's please stop. Because people are showing up, especially around Halloween. They have a lot yeah. of problems with people. So they bought this house, had no idea. I was like, oh, my God, the irony of it. When you think about how Murder House, they had to tell them that murders occurred there in the show. By the way, but this salesperson could just sell them a house and not even tell them that it's been in a horror American horror story, Buffy, all these. So people are showing up all the time. Like, could you imagine that? Just living your life and someone's like taking a picture of selfie outside your house. (laughs) Oh, my God. Very weird. Yeah. I think that happens quite a bit. It's like the um, Halloween house, isn't it? The... um... They, I think they put some pumpkins out. Yeah. Okay, so this is the Halloween house. Um, I think they kind of probably lean into it a little bit, but uh, I think with that one, I don't think people want to get inside the Halloween house so much. Uh, oh. Whether with uh, that house, American Horror Story, I think they probably would do. Uh, want to I've get done in. It myself. Yeah. I've done it myself. I, you know, I remember play, uh, being in Cardiff. But You've broken into houses? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I was Still staying, myself, I broke up. <laughs> many places. Um, <laughs> I was staying in... Only if I think they're haunted will I break <laughs> in. Only if I think they're haunted. <laughs> I was in Penarth, which is uh, kind of the posh bit around the corner of, of Cardiff. Sorry, Cardiff. And um, uh, But it's very nice. <laughs> and I was staying at Kerry Dupree's house, and I was and I was walking to the theatre one day to get, we'll get to the train station, however I was getting to it. And I ended up walking past the Sarah Jane Smith house from the Sarah Jane Adventures, which is the Doctor Who companion that had her own spin-off show. And I suddenly went, oh, my God, that's, I know it's supposed to be set in Ealing, but I knew it was going to be around here somewhere. I just didn't realize I'd stumbled across it like that. So I totally did a, a selfie with the house. Um, and that's oh. that's fa- and that's weird because that's 2011. I think she died, weirdly. Um, so I always think of that only just happening. But actually now, it's 2000, and the whole American Horror Story has been, you know, done about 10, 11 seasons since then. In fact, I think season 11 is about to start this week of American Horror Story, the new season. Um, and I've forgotten the name of it. Is it called Delicate or something? Is it called Delicate Ascent or something? Um, it's an odd title. I was like, oh, that's odd. Um, I, I mis- that's I, interesting. Yeah, literally. I think it's, yeah. I want to say Delicate. I, she saw a poster. I'm going to look it up right now. Yes. Randomly, I saw that. 
I have no idea what's happening with the new season because um, uh, it sounds uh, like, I think, it, well, it must be the main show that's starting. Um, but I think because we don't really ever get it over in the UK until a bit later on, um, it's a bit of a, a surprise when it does. I always tend to see the seasons quite late. Uh, a lot of it's on Disney yeah. Plus in the UK, but in America, I think it's on Hulu, I think, perhaps. Um, yes, it is on Hulu because I was trying to look up to see where I could get it. I'm trying to look. Delicate. Yeah, it's de- it's delicate will be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, that American Horror Story. Oh, season 12 releases. Oh, and how exciting. Exciting. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you know who's in it. You know, I know we're jumping to like the the know, first, the light last. It's very hard. Not to Miss, Miss Kim Kardashian. Oh, which, oh yes, she is. I Kim Kardashian is in this. Ep- oh wow! Oh. Timmy K, everyone! Wow. wow, Kim Kardashian is in this one. That is wow. not something I'd ever thought. A sentence I thought I'd ever hear. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. It's a best no, bit like no. That's like Paris Hilton doing um, uh, House of Wax, isn't it? I feel like, but people are going to turn up for it. You know, as much as for Lady Gaga, yeah. it's kind of you know. But it could, is it going to be Gaga in a hotel or is it going to be Paris in House of Wax? Who can tell? Tune in to find out I mean, in Kardashian. Ah, uh, well, we will be. We will be. That's what we should do. Once it gets going, once it gets going, we'll have an we'll have a, a show about the latest yes, season because we're going to have to. Yes. If Kim K's in it. Oh um, okay, a few other fun things that I wanted to mention about this uh, amazing soundtrack. Can we talk mm. about the music? Oh, in American Horror Story. Yes, Bad. Fantastic music, love it. Can't get over it. It's such such a good soundtrack. Um, Jessica Lange, who is, I mean, look, I've always loved yeah. Jessica Lange, but mm. it was American Horror Story, I think, that brought us all back in again and made mm. us fall in love with her again. Yes, the woman that gets sexier, sexier oh. with time. Which oh. I'll tell you, men can do it, but it's hard for a woman to pull it off. But Miss Jessica Lange, oh. you are absolutely dynamite. She actually originally turned down the role of Constance, uh, but Ryan Murphy would not take no for an answer, which <laughs> sounds a little creepy. But he would not take no for it, so he just like hounded her, and eventually she she said yes. And then she insisted that Sarah Paulson be a part of it. So it was yes. because of her that Sarah got yes. on as well, because she was just worked with her, really liked her, and was like, and they didn't even have a part for her. They wrote her a part because uh, he wanted Jessica so bad that he was like, all right, I'll put Sarah in. A, we'll, we'll make a part for her, which I love. This, yes. this is an example of women networking, yes. pulling up other women, as opposed to feeling like there can only be one, which I think does tend to happen with women I mean, in yes. entertainment industry. Yeah. So well done, Jessica. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, the, uh, the black... I mean, is it a gib suit? Is that what we call it? Is it I a gib so, suit? Yeah. Or what is like, the yeah, leather? Is, yeah. Uh, that keeps showing up. Costume, yeah, yeah. It was so tight for most of the actors, or uh, mainly Evan Peters, who had to keep wearing it, but for most, whatever, they, that they would lubricate themselves to get it on. So they had to put lubricant on to slide it on. And several of the, uh, several of the, the suits broke because of all the action they had to do in the suits. <laughs> Which I thought, let's be honest, for a, a sexual entertaining gimp suit, they really should probably be a bit more sturdy. <laughs> depends if you, they let, think. you think. It depends if they brought them or they had them made, the costume department made them. So if they if they had them made, yeah. maybe that was the problem. They probably weren't making them because I would imagine that involves 
seams in different directions and you know you need to have um quite a wide gusset i would imagine <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, if you bend down, you're going to like, you know, it's, there's not a lot of it's stretchy in a way, but it's not like a four way stretch, that sort of stuff. So it's kind of inhibiting. So you probably, you can't fight crime in them very easily. No, you can't fight crime. You will definitely be exposing yourself if you fight crime in those. Uh, uh, yeah. And then the thing that I think American Horror Story did for us in this generation. There have been other shows where the same casts have been used, et cetera. Mm. But this is the first example, I think, for us where it was like, same people, totally different storyline. Yeah. That is yes. what you'll get now with each season Jeez. of American Horror Story. Yeah. Because yeah. you fall in love. You fall in love with the characters. So you yeah. fall in love with them. You're engaged in them. You go through a season. And I remember that first time season yeah. two started. And it was it's quite like, a shock, oh, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite a shock. Oh, nobody's. Yeah. Oh, it's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's such a testament to all these yeah. actors. And I almost love that it's like a family that yeah. has been created in, you know, AMS, yes. American Horror Story. No, American AHS, American Horror Story. Uh, it is a family. So they, they do bring back a lot of the same actors who play different characters. And I've yet to be disappointed in yeah, any single exactly. character that has exactly. been played. They've done exactly. an excellent job. Uh, as an actor, though, I, I kind of thought, oh, that kind of sucks. Because then, you know, like, oh, a new season, maybe that. Oh, it's already cast. <laughs> That's a little disappointing for actors out there. It's true. Because you're like, uh, until they walk away, which yeah. eventually Jessica Lang did yes. uh, walk away. Because she was like, I, you know, she's like, I want to do a few more things, uh, yes. you know. So, uh, but she was phenomenal um. in, in this one. I think. Um, what else? Any other thoughts? Yes. Well, I was just yeah. just to say about Jessica Lang because I think uh, I, I always loved her anyway from various films and stuff, and she'd done with Drew Barrymore the um, the TV not TV movie exactly, but it was like a movie version of Grey Gardens um, a couple of years before this. I think it's two thousand and nine. So she's playing the mum, and Drew Barrymore's playing Little Edie, and that's the documentary TV show about the. Um, the cousins of Jackie Kennedy that live in, you know, in kind of decrepit old house. And it's kind of a, a, a sort of American, you know, uh, iconic legend type of characters. Uh, so uh, real life people, I should say, but then they've, you know, they play them. And I always thought, oh, that's really interesting for Jessica Lange to do that. And it was just before this by a couple of years. So when, and I yeah. knew when I saw episode one, what it came, it's so strange to rewatch it because it's, it's actually quite subtle now compared to what comes later. But I knew the show was special because of the scenes with Jessica Lang. Because I suppose it's a lot of foreshadowing going on. We don't, you know, in retrospect, you can see a lot of things being laid down in the episode one. But what made it magical is her scenes as the neighbour when she pops around with her daughter. And oh. I thought, that, that's what I went, oh, this is a game changer. She's talking yeah. about, like, you know, sort of, uh, referring to her her child in quite old fashioned ways, and uh, I think when the the wife character uh, sort of puts her hand on the, the, her daughter, she goes, "If you touch my daughter again, I will break your arm." At the end of the sentence, after being very uh, genteel and southern, um, and I went, mm -hmm. this, "This is this is I don't care what the rest of the show turns out like." Not realizing what was about to happen, 
for the next 10 mm-hmm. years. But like, I thought, I don't care. I'm just watching for Jessica Lang because she is incredible oh. in this and such a, you know, just refined performance. Of course, not realizing what was about to happen with the mother superior in the next season, you know, in Freak Show and the rest of it, where it would be, and the, and the oh. watches in season three. It's just, oh my goodness, she was just incredible. So that was... She's such an engaging performer. Yes, she yes. just even the way she uses her hands, lifts her fingers, mm. touches things. Yes. She it's just it, it's almost like a spell. Mm. When she walks into the room, you are spellbound. Yes. Like you just you can't say anything. You yes, got to just exactly. watch Jessica. She, she, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Such and a good character. Such a good character. Her to go on with Ryan Murphy to do this. Why I think why she left um American Horror one of the projects she did was Feud, which is, uh, so I have uh, two favorite books of the um, 80s. One actually comes up in importance in the next episode. I'll get to that later. But uh, the, one of my favorite books is called Feud, which is the Betty Davis, Joan Crawford biography. And there was a mm-hmm. TV version of that called Feud, and she plays Joan Crawford in the show. And oh, wow. uh, uh, and Jessica, uh, Jessica Lange plays um, uh, Joan Crawford, and Susan Saradon plays Betty Davis, uh, and it it's just a great show. Great, great. I think that's on Disney Plus actually. Yes, it is now. Yeah, it's a but very. It's almost like a real life horror story. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, I was a bit yeah. like the, it's kind of in the realm of the O.J. Simpson uh, TV drama that they did, uh, but probably because it's not about murder, it's just about feuding actresses really. But it's just so delicious. So I'm glad she got Susan and Jessica together. Yeah, exactly. Both of those are like exactly. such powerhouses. I th- yeah, I think Susan Shandon's Betty Davis isn't quite isn't quite the, the Betty Davis you kind of expect everyone to do. So, but I don't care particularly. I think I still think it's great. I think it's a bit more real. She's a real person kind of character rather than a character joke. It's very easy to do. You know, Baby yeah. Jane Betty Davis is quite extreme, isn't it? So, um, but it's good. And I think Jessica Lang playing Joan Crawford is really uh, interesting as well. That's just humanizes her a lot more because she, you know, Joan Crawford's become more or less a sort of a uh, monstrous caricature completely because yeah. of yeah. because of Mummy Dearest. Um, so yes, yeah, yeah. so after this she she did that, but it was her performance in episode one that makes me completely fall in love with American oh. Horror Story. Just okay. So so now that we've watched the first episode again, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. We've already just we're we're going to watch the rest of it again. Yeah, I can't I can't not. I'm in now. But now that you've seen it, now that you've felt it, now that you've revisited with our friends, tell me where in the motel would you like to check in? American Horror Story. What I've forgotten, I think it's going to be the basement this time because oh forgot, yeah 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 because I've forgotten how terrifying that creature is in, in the basement, particularly when you don't know what it is at this point. And you don't know where it's come from. You don't know the the what what's going to happen. So, uh, I think it's one of those because I'm pretty sure it's one of those that rolls the the red ball out <laughs> from the shadows. It's one of those characters, isn't it? Um, yeah. And that <laughs> really unnerved me. Uh, it's 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 a great show though. So, but I so I think in in the dark with a strobe light <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> As we all should be, as we all should be of, of an evening. In, the sp- in a basement in the with basement. a strobe light. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I think the basement <laughs> is an excellent place to put American Horror Story, just because there's a lot of room down there, and this uh, this show grows with time, so we need we need all the room we can for this. Exactly. Um, 
If you have not for a long time watched season one, I highly recommend you go back. Remember, so you can remember the beginning of this because we've come so far. And it might just be a nice little catch up before we get into 12 with Kim Kardashian to remember what we loved. Mm. I mean, we'll see what Kim's performance is like. Yes. I don't need to prejudge, but, you know, yeah, exactly. we'll see what goes. She going to sk- sell her skims throughout the show? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's essentially what the show will become. Her mother popping her head in. Can I? Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. So, go ahead. Jenner. Can I have an appearance? No, Chris. Uh, all, the other, all the other sisters fighting. Can you imagine how many family feuds there were going on? Just oh. while you're watching American Horror Story Season 12, please think about all the fights that are going on yes. back. Yes. Um, which I think will be hilarious. But uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, as we talk about American Horror Story. Please go and engage in it again. It is so wonderful. Join us next week on The Horror Motel.